Hello! Welcome! Soka Gakkai, becoming Nature and Choshu member. I'm your host, Alexander, AJ Desum. I used to be a Soka Gakkai member for about 10 years or so. My family was part of Nature and Choshu of America. And then when the priesthood split between the SGI and the priesthood, uh, my family didn't really know what was going on, so they just stopped. They didn't continue. And then I was born in 89 which is a little bit after uh, most of the junk, but not. it was before the split happened, actually. And uh, so when the split happened, I didn't really know much. And then my, uh, so my father and mother split, and, and they practiced many different ways. And so my mother always told me, you know, you can, be, you can do whatever you want when you get older. You believe in whatever you want. And so, yeah, I just kind of searched and searched. Everything from earth-based traditions to more cultural-based ones. And <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, it was very interesting. And then, uh, yeah, talking to my grandfathers, you know, from long ago. They, uh, you know, asking them, send me a strong way. You know, send me a strong way because I'm, uh, you know, the ways I'm doing are just costing me too much money with your labor. <laughs> Buying too many candles and incense. <laughs> Not enough effect. <laughs> I knew there was a strong way out there. And then Nam Myoho Renge Kyo showed up. I mean, I wound up going before that to, I mean, I even went into mathematical magics, <laughs> quantum physics based hands on healing techniques, which actually you can get certified here in Washington State by a doctor, you know, and uh, work in hospitals and stuff. So it's not really magic, it's a kind of. I got whatever you define magic as, maybe it is. But the idea of of using the mind to, um, I mean, collapse a wave function to be exact. But but it, it, there's, you know, there's something, maybe you don't know, there's something there in the mind that's so powerful that people just, like, make a bunch of money off of it sometimes. And that's what's happened with the SGI, too. Except they're not just using the mind. They're trying to say it's the mind. They're trying to say it's just you. You're the only thing that matters, you. You, 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 you're the Buddha, you the, you're the Buddha, no, you're the Buddha. <laughs> and no matter how anyone acts, that's just, you're just supposed to put on your Buddha glasses. It's, that is just so terrible. Because people with genuine faith will be rotted from the core by the time they are an elder, too. You know, it's just all this hollow, because there's nothing backing you. Yeah, you can be just you, go ahead, yeah, sure. There's lots of people who do that. They affirm the Godhead a lot, you know. There's, there's, let's see, there's religious science. There's, there's all the Catholic priests that try to attempt to attain Christos. There's um, the, the pagan, okay, unifying with whatever deity you can think of. You know, there's all kinds of ways to say you're the blah, 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 but I put it in there, X, Y, Z. And that's great. You can affirm your greatness. I'm not saying don't do that. Everyone's great. Life is precious, right? The most precious thing. And the same time if you can acknowledge the buddhahood in your own life if, if you don't acknowledge the buddha in the world as well you know like the daigohonzon <laughs> or you know the 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 buddha of the true cause <clears throat> the act you know so so wonderful to think about 
daikons on. Anyway, <laughs> if you forget about that, then you're just not supported by anything. You just you have to you have to think to yourself, how am I going to gather enough courage to to go through this? Because it's me, I'm chatting to me, and I'm supposed to know. It's just so confusing. I mean, I did it for 10 years. There's just not as much peace, I'll tell you. Not as much peace of mind. <laughs> Go figure. But anyway, I like to read from the Gosho passages that were translated for over 700 years. Uh, passed along by the high priest, Nietzsche and Shoshu. Shoshu means orthodox. And that's like the original... It's like the root of it all. It's where it all came from. So all these other branches and, you know, you got, what is it, Shoshinkai, you got SGI, oh, they rhyme. And you got uh, whatever else you got, other sects, and they chant Nami Renge Kyo, and they may even have objects of worship that are resembling the ones that are real. However, the effect, it's all about what is the effect on your life, on your environment. And have you tried the original yet? I mean, anybody who's read any kind of books or seen movies or... You're on my walk to work with me, by the way, so if you hear some traffic, sorry. <laughs> People are like, you gotta, you gotta see the original, right? Like, oh, you gotta read the original. Well, it's ridiculously true about this stuff. Let me just tell you that much. <laughs> this Buddhism here. It is like slap you in the face with joy till you cry. And what was I missing all this time? Whenever I find out something new in the SGI as a, as a young seeker, <laughs> 10 years ago, right? Not that long. I, uh, I would always, on the inside, develop this silent, like, pure... Almost like someone hit me in the head with a two-by-four surprise and then to like disappointment and then to anger. When I'd find out something kind of new that was like really profound, but that someone just didn't tell me yet, even though I was scouring all the books and, and, and it was just in the SGI, they, they have these um, ways to somehow pass along a current between each other. And some of them know that they do it and some of them don't. <laughs> It's very interesting. Anybody in, uh, akin to metaphysics or anything like that knows what I'm talking about. Kind of yoga, qigong, tai chi, kung fu, um, or even just moving, moving the plant's energy with your mind into the sun and then back and forth with your breath. However you do it, light workers unite. And the idea of manipulating 16, 12, 16 million people who don't know that they do something like that by redirecting their prayers instead of appreciating the three treasures, one of the three treasures, particularly the priesthood, Daigo Honzon, or even, or even appreciating the Shoten Zenjin, the protective forces of the universe that protect Buddhism, specifically. And, well, redirecting it to Daisaku Ikeda. Senesubura Makaguchi and Jose Toda. You know, just whoever decided to put them in there, instead of the priests, that was, you know, the, like in the Ghostbusters. You don't cross the beams, man. They're crossing the beams, man. Or, you know, anyone out there listening? They're just crossing the beams. And then they, well, they, then they just took some, they just took the beams out. Now the marshmallow man's running around. <laughs> okay, for those of you who haven't seen Ghostbusters, it's a terrible pop culture reference. So, but the idea is here, 
why would you uh, poke your dentist in the eye? They're still going to work on your teeth. I mean, unless, unless you just want to get up and go and deal with all that pain still in your face. <laughs> or why? <laughs> why would you take your child to the doctor? The doctor saves his life, or saves their life with, with medicine. <laughs> okay? And the medicine is not terrible. It may kind of be a little difficult at first, maybe either acquire or take or whatever. But it's not the worst. In fact, in fact, you start taking the medicine too. You're like, this is great. And then, and then an article comes out where the, where the doctor is written about and it says that the doctor is pronouncing that they are the only person who actually knows how to make this stuff right. <laughs> and that if you want to get better, you know, it's not like they're jacking up the price or anything, but if you want to get better, you should probably do this medicine stuff. Or at least that's, that's the claim here. <laughs> okay. That's my, my rough analogy as a common mortal here walking through the dark. <laughs> it's three in the morning. To the post office. <laughs> yes. I, I love working at the post office. Anyway, back to the story. Well, that's kind of like what the SGI did. Like they showed up at the priesthood's door somehow, a mass of people. They created some SGI. I don't know how the order went, but somehow the SGI was created out of, out of people, right? But these people, they changed their lives with the chanting, with the, with the OG, right? with the original Kongyo. <laughs> they changed their lives with all the human revolution books. Look at the years that they're talking about. That was way before they changed anything in the prayer books. Anything. So the OG, like if you want those effects, like people are like, oh, the, the new human, I gotta read it. Oh, and this one, and I put the page in this volume. And they're color-coded. You see the leaders walking up there with the, uh, with the human revolution out in their hand like it's some sort of sword or something. Because it's a psychophantic thing. See, the energy emits a frequency, and if everyone has the book, then the frequency grows. <coughs> frequency grows. And, I mean, it's, it's not hard to understand that concept. And then once you get it, you can manifest stuff that's there. Everyone was like, how did you do that? I was like, I uh, chanted the OG and then just talked to people on the street about Buddhism. <laughs> I worked as a valet attendant, so I was able to talk to a lot of people outside the hotel. But at that time, man, the obstacles fell like rain. It was just, un well, there was just a lot. There was a lot of dramatic ones, like all the time. It's always in crisis. And then at this time, there's a few giant ones. <laughs> but, then, but then my life is surrounded with other things that I have never attained before. So the, so the concept of using the medicine to get ahead in life, even, even the ones that are like, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then they go, I, you know, at least I'm doing good. <laughs> we, we've talked about that. But the idea that then they can just go, but don't go over there where the medicine is. Don't do that because, in fact, in fact, there is no medicine. What are you talking about? You don't even need medicine. You're not even sick. <laughs> okay. So you're just Buddha already. <laughs> Come on. You know, it's like, yeah, you can just manifest stuff. You need a car, you need a house, blah, blah, blah. Oh, go over to my house. You need some food. I'll feed you. Oh, you know, it's kind of like this, this uh, grooming tactic. 
And it's also in the end, it can be like, here, be a leader, here, go here and convince these people still to chant and give money to the SGI. <laughs> of course, it doesn't seem like it's about giving money to the SGI. But every time we had a little festival, it had nothing to do with Buddhism, okay? There was no chanting or anything, but you bought tickets, and you bought shirts, and they rented a facility somewhere, and thousands of people showed up, so that I'm sure the assistants of the facility liked it. You know, the SGI has a big money arm. Huge. Huge. I hear stories of members being threatened if they were going to stay with the priesthood or if, even if they were going to keep their Nikkei and Gohon zone and not trade it in for the fake they have. I've heard members being threatened that their shops were going to not be visited as much anymore. You know, this is terrifying. So the idea of saying, oh, don't go over there where the medicine is. That's where we got it, but don't go over there. It's all, it's all gone bad now. You know? What blows my mind is that I listened for so long. I listened for so long. And they try to tell you that, that you'll be confused if you go into any other temple and stuff. It's so interesting. We were reading yesterday on this podcast about how when entering into the great ocean of the Lotus Sutra, the other sutras, they, you just, they can form, it's like the river's going into the ocean. You know, and it's fascinating because when you Look at the other sutras through the eye of Myoho You see that they're, they're very particular to, say, a certain type of person. Anyway, so don't, don't poke your doctor in the eye. <laughs> no, you did. Don't poke your dentist in the eye. And don't tell your kid that just got cured by some of the medicine that, that you had in your pocket from the doctor. Don't, don't tell them that the doctor is evil. The doctor needs to be vanquished. All this baloney, this GI tells people about the priesthood. Don't tell that to anybody. You know, don't do that. Because that medicine is good. That's some good stuff, man. You know? And, well, what's really interesting about this medicine is that when you, when you point at it and say something negative, that negativity just like slaps you in the face. And that's if you're lucky. You see, if heaven no longer bothers with you, with warning you, that's when you have to really worry because you, you're destined for, um, you know, an almost an unchangeable uh, circumstance to come. So, so I always stub my toe and, oh, I'm like, ah, oh, I try to laugh and go, Man, I'm happy that happened instead of something worse. <laughs> oh, it's kind of funny how. But if, yeah, so. So don't, yeah, don't bite the hand. And if you do, just make sure you say you're sorry. Because hands have feelings, lots of them. I'm a massage therapist too. I know how many feelings your hands might have. Maybe I don't, because everyone's hands are different. Just like everyone's experience with the priesthood is different. So I, under, I get that. People just have karmic hindrances. But how much karmic hindrances? How much, how much to, I mean, to create your own religion and fool millions of people? And uh, me being one of them, I mean. And what it was was the lift of energy that I felt. And then the, the community, I was, a, I was an earth-based tradition practitioner, one look, looking for a community of like-minded uh, I guess pushers of energy maybe 
I had no idea where they were pushing it. I just felt the energy and there was this stuff I didn't understand. I, I read a bunch of it. And then, you know, when you read enough of a certain type of book, maybe it's a pagan book, maybe it's a flowers book, maybe it's a, uh, a, 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 a almanac, I don't know. You start to notice similarities in, in uh, the systems, in the vocabulary even sometimes. And so, and the rhythm of, 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 the, of the concept, and you go, oh, okay, they're going to talk about the soil now because they just talked about blah, blah, blah. Well, that happened pretty quickly with the SGI. You read The Human Revolution, and that's about, what is it, 12 or so volumes or whatever in two giant books. And then that leads you to start off at the new Human Revolution. And that's supposed to be a bridge between Jose Toda's writings, rewritten by Ikeda. <laughs> and then uh, Ikeda's writings of what he considers a history of the SGI. But he throws in history of like Buddhism in there. There's all these stories. It's like you open those books and you're given this cartoon propaganda. And you're supposed to see it like as important as the Go Show, the Human Revolution, and the New Human Revolution. In fact, if you start reading the, those books by yourself with people, they'll have a meeting with you and say, Stop. Those books, they're too powerful. <laughs> the New Human Revolution. The color coded ones, you know. The ones you see on everyone's shelf at their house when you go to chant, but they've never read them all. They just, they should just have them because it's the rainbow. I don't know. <laughs> they're really hard to read. They're, they're harder to read than, I mean, I hate to say it for those of you who like this author. I just, I can't stay awake. When J.R. Tolkien, you know, there's so much intricate detail. And I, I have attention spans very, um, I don't even know what. So, so I couldn't quite appreciate all of that. But I tried to force myself to read the human, new human revolution because I was told it brings benefit, true benefit, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was like, you get to really know Sensei's heart, <laughs> was, the, was the carrot. And I thought, well, whatever that means, it's supposed to be good because you always tell me that. It's like the only thing they say, unite with Sensei. Just chant to unite with Sensei and chant to unite with the organization. <laughs> These are exact words. <laughs> gotten um, so much. But uh, I always I always figured, well, if this guy's so important, you gotta unite with this guy. I was like, where'd he come from? Who, who'd he get it from? <laughs> so I always chanted to unite with every single person who ever passed along Namihurin Gekyo correctly. That was my prayer. And uh, here I am. Ho oh, ho, so much closer. So much closer to the Daigohons. You can almost see it. <laughs> no, no, no. That'd be funny. I would never stop. <laughs> okay, so now that you've heard me introduce myself a little bit more and uh, probably ramble and ramble and ramble, I have some street light and I'm going to read from Sucker Ghost of Passages, Nietzsche and Daishoni. These 770th, I think I said the wrong date a couple episodes ago, but 770th anniversary of the high, second high priest Nico Shonen, great master of propagation. Second high priest of his birth. 770th anniversary. It's a commemorative publication. Really cool book. The, the cover is like almost a living feeling. It's kind of neat. But it's definitely not. <laughs> okay, definitely not living. <laughs> okay, here we go. Page 123. For those following at home. 
questions and answers on various Buddhist texts. Shoshu Mondusho. Nichiren Daishonin was 34 years old when he wrote it. It was 12.55. Quote, Although the perfect teaching in the Lotus Sutra teachings is... Excuse me. I'll start again. Although the perfect teaching in the pre-Lotus Sutra teachings is refuted in the Lotus Sutra in order to reveal the truth, it will never be equal to the perfect teaching of the Lotus Sutra. Even after it is refuted and incorporated into the Lotus Sutra, it cannot be called the true teaching, since it remains provisional within the Lotus Sutra. When this provisional teaching within the Lotus Sutra is temporarily set aside, and then when the one vehicle of Buddhahood is explained by means of the three vehicles, it, the perfect teaching in the pre-Lotus Sutra teachings, can expediently be called the perfect teaching of the three vehicles. That's out of Gosho, page 33. Excuse me while I unzip the hood. Ah, it's better. On to the next one. This heading is called Comparison Between the Lotus Sutra and the Pre-Lotus Sutra Teachings. As the heading, the Gosho is on teaching, practice. Kyo Gyosho Gosho. March 21st, 1277. Nichiren Daishonin was 56 years old when he wrote it. Quote, The Pre-Lotus Sutra Teachings expounded the 40... The pre-Lotus Sutra teachings expounded for 40-odd years did not yet reveal the truth. End quote. Gosho, page 1105. Next one is out of the Gosho. Letter to Jonin. Jonin Cho. Written October 1st, 1278. Nichiren Daishonin was 57 years old. Quote. You should realize the following. When the Lotus Sutra is compared to the pre-Lotus Sutra teachings, in order to judge the superiority and profundity of the teachings, there are three ways to categorize. Each category has general and specific meanings. Nichiren's doctrine is the third doctrine. Comparison between the Buddhism of the sowing and the Buddhism of the harvest. People in the world vaguely have covered the first and second doctrines, just like discussing them in a dream, but have not talked about the third doctrine. The great teachers, Chentai, Miaole, and Dengyo, discussed it to some extent, however, they were unable to complete their explanation. This is because the third doctrine has been transmitted to Nichiren in the present age of the latter day of the law. Go to page 1284. My next heading is comparison between the essential teaching and the theoretical teaching. This is out of the Gosho opening of the eyes, Kaimoku Show. February 1272. Nichiren Daishonin was 51 years old when he wrote it. Quote, The Jurio chapter of the Lotus Sutra states, However good men, immeasurable and unfathomable hundreds, thousands, ten thousands, ten millions of Nayutas of Kalpas have passed since I actually attained Buddhahood. End quote. The Flower Garland Sutra, Kegon Kyo, and Sutras such as the Perfection of Wisdom Sutra, Hanya Kyo, and Sutras such as the Perfection of Wisdom Sutra, excuse me, just said that, <laughs> And the great Sun Tathagata Sutra, Dainichi Kyo, conceal the attainment of Buddhahood of the people of the two vehicles, 
Furthermore, such sutras also hide the attainment of Buddhahood of Shakyamuni Buddha in the inconceivably remote past. All of these sutras have two faults. First, quote, since they teach the practice of countless kalpas, they, they have not yet refuted the expedient means. End quote. Thus, each and in Sanzen, 3,000 realms in a single life moment, of the theoretical teaching is hidden. Second, let me get some more, some more light here, everyone. Second, since they teach that Shakyamuni first attained Buddhahood in India, his provisional identity is yet to be discarded. Okay. Therefore, as stated in the same passage, these sutras conceal the attainment of enlightenment in the inconceivably remote past as expounded in the essential teaching. These two doctrines are the core of all the teachings elucidated by Shakyamuni Buddha throughout his lifetime, and they are the heart of all the sutras. The expedient means chapter of the th theoretical teaching of the Lotus Sutra avoids one of the two faults of the pre-Lotus Sutra teachings. By revealing the doctrine of Ichinen Sanzen and the attainment of Buddhahood by those of the two vehicles. However, however, if oh, I need light, Aziz, light, no. fifth element, anyone? Wait, wait I'm going to pause there. I, I'm a pop culture uh, wheelhouse, I guess. Okay, let me just finish this. We're on page 128. Last paragraph. However, if discarding the provisional identity and revealing the true identity is not yet accomplished, true Ichinen Sanzen cannot be expounded, and the attainment of enlightenment of those of the two vehicles cannot be guaranteed. It is like the reflection of the moon appearing on the water, or duckweed floating on the surface of the sea. When the essential teaching of the Lotus Sutra refutes the belief that Shakyamuni Buddha first attained enlightenment in India, the effects from the practice of the four teachings doctrine also are refuted. Then, the causes based on the four teachings also are refuted. By refuting the cause and effect of the ten worlds taught in the pre-Lotus Sutra teachings and the theoretical teaching of the Lotus Sutra, Cause and effect, the ten worlds of the essential teaching is revealed. Wow, that's powerful stuff. And that's out of the Go Show, page 535 to 536. Of course, Nichiren Choshu, Go Show. As always, profound, so profound, it's really. <laughs> I could try to babble about it, but there's nothing profound going to come out of my mouth about this wonderful golden words. These, these are really meant to be explained. All these ghost shows I mean, can only be... I mean, to, to really get this living essence thing, this water of the law. I mean, it's, those aren't really the same thing. But the, the wonderful things you can't just get yourself. You know? <laughs> A chief priest or the high priest are really the best p person to get that translation, explanation from. And even, even in the act of questioning them, there's an exchange of... Of um, I don't even know what to call it. There's definitely an exchange, and it's it's a nice 
way to learn more about these concepts is to talk to a priest about them. I really like the whole concept. It breaks it down to where all the pre-Lotus Sutra teachings, they didn't, they didn't do the Ichiren Sanzen or reveal the, the Buddha of Kwan Ganjo limitless time ago. And then the theoretical teaching of the Lotus Sutra, the first 14 chapters, no, something like that. Yeah. They, uh, they don't reveal the lifespan yet of the Tathagata. Um, you know, they, they reveal Ichin and Sons, and so they do half of the, what's required, right? But without revealing the, the casting off of his transient self, then it's not true Ichin and Sons. It's not actual Ichin and Sons. That's why I like the concept of actual Ichin and Sons. They don't talk about that in the SGI. There's no actual Ichin and Sons. Like, what is that actual? What are you talking about? <laughs> you know? And... And the, the whole idea of of uh, of it feeling different, of, of, it, of it really, your life feeling different. I wouldn't be having a bunch of hundreds of episodes on here if I, if I wasn't feeling one good, I'll tell you. <laughs> it takes a lot of effort. Yeah, but it's fun, too. <laughs> Just reading, talking. It's better than, it's better than, uh, better than arguing with somebody else about any of it. Because that's what I wanted to do at first. I'll tell you, when I jumped ship and started studying all this stuff with Mitra and Shoshu, I just got so upset that I've been lied to. Everyone I thought was out for my, my good. But there always seemed like an edge of creepy under their skin. And I didn't quite get it. And then when I didn't do exactly as they wanted, there was like always a really sharp explosion, almost like abuse, maybe. <laughs> subtle and overt but the whole concept of what you follow you will become uh, was it run with skunks start to smell like one what? there's a lot of different ways to say it and the whole idea of chanting to something and then and then taking on the teachings that it emits you know that's the object where they talk about Nam-myoho-renge-kyo and uh, the life of the votary of the Lotus Sutra being the being the uh, object of worship the latter day of the law to attain Buddhahood in your present form right? it's not like oh to go to heaven after you die yeah no <laughs> you can you can like the lotus flower come out of the mud and the duck poop and the green water and, and you, you know the micro hairs filaments they push away the water and mud and so you got this beautiful pure lotus on top of all the muck it's beautiful but if you don't do it right <laughs> you start to get the muck on you and then in the SGI they think if you have an altercation with another member that's you, that's two, that's the potatoes in the bucket, washing each other off, that's a good thing. No, 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 that's how you keep the abuse perpetuating. <laughs> it's good to have harmony. And if what you're chanting to isn't bringing you harmony in your family, I mean, even if it gets different, there's still, you know, you feel more at peace as you continue. I mean, I cannot say 
that my problems have gotten, uh, well, they've gotten fewer, they're, but they're definitely more intense. <laughs> and the, the trade-off, I, I, I never thought that was a trade-off that I'd want. But I, yeah, I definitely don't want to go back, that's for sure. <laughs> I am, I'm definitely progressing in my life at a faster pace than before. And that's probably where all the extra, extra deep work comes from. Is because I'm taking on all these new. I'm, I'm, I'm activating and using all these abilities that I had, didn't know I had, right? And it's great being put in the position to to utilize those, push myself, and take responsibility for for my body, hydration, right? All that wisdom that comes. And, and uh, I tell you, I, I had a much lower life state about a year and a half ago. <laughs> Well, actual each and end signs, and then how the essential teaching, right? Hidden in the depths of the lifespan chapter, 16th chapter, Lotus Sutra. That beautiful concept. Something about the Dai Gohonzon, right? Being the, 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 the living Buddha on the planet right now. How an each and end infuses life in Sumi Inc. into this. Not to the one that you have at your house that's fake because, because you bought it from the SGI. Not that one. But the ones that each excessive high priest that have been past the living essence around and have solemnly performed Ushitori Gongyo for lasting peace every day for over 700 years. Oh, it's amazing. Those ones. <laughs> are the ones that have the life of nature and Daishonin. And so when you chant to them, you start to uh, fuse with it, right? Yes, that's the game we're after. Fusion of reality and wisdom. Um, right, uh, Kyo and Chi. For those of you who have the old brown going to give up. But, uh, well, I just, I can't express my anger at that, that they took that away. And they try to put you in their middle because people like saying that they're the boss. They like, you know, they like saying that they're the boss. It's just how it is, from kids <laughs> to family. If I mean, some people like to be on the sideline, but that's them being the boss of their life. <laughs> you know, they don't want anyone making them participate, or they don't want anyone making them be the boss because they're they're the boss. They can tell me what to do, <laughs> something like that. That's how I see it. But I am not the see all. That's for sure. I'm happy too. That'd give me a headache. I'm just a blabbermouth. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I like to read. <laughs> so here I go. I'm going to go back to reading. This, we're on page 129. This heading is called Comparison Between the Buddhism of the Sowing and the Buddhism of the Harvest. This is out of the Gosho, the transmission of the heritage of the law in the Hokihomon sect. Hokihomon Shu Ketchum Yaku Sojoji. Okay, some light here. October 11, 1282, age 61. 22nd. According to the teachings of the Buddhism of maturing and harvesting, the Lotus Sutra is comprised of the superior essential and inferior theoretical teachings. Nichiren, however, considers the entire Lotus Sutra as the theoretical teaching. 23rd. The Buddhism of maturing and harvesting does not go beyond the teaching of the Buddha who appeared in accordance with the people's capacity. Nietzsche, however, uses the meaning hidden in the depth of the lifespan chapter in leading the people to enlightenment. 
24th. Oh man, it's some light. That's profound though. I love that. Manifesting in accordance with what people need or finding to help people and sharing that. Twenty-fourth, in the Buddhism of the sowing and harvesting, one carries out the practice of threefold contemplation in a single mind by means of theoretical Ichin and Sons on two thousand realms in a single life moment, which was expounded by the Buddha who came to possess the property of intrinsically perfect wisdom and appeared in accordance with the people's capacity. On the other hand, nature indirectly chants Myohorenge Kyo of the original, unchanging, and eternal nature which is the property of intrinsically perfect wisdom from the infinite past of Kwan Ganjo. This is the Go Show, page 1682. Wow, that's really deep stuff there. And then we got the next one, sowing, maturing, and harvesting. This is out of the Go Show, letter to Akimoto, Akimoto Go Show, written January 27, 1280. Nitrin Shonen was 59 years old. Let me wait till I have some light. All these Gosho are letters written to Nitrin Daishonen's followers. You know, he taught people how to chant, and wrote to them, encouraging them, telling them instructions how to help them use the chanting or how to become a Buddhist in your present lifetime. Okay, quote, the doctrine of sowing, maturing, and harvesting is the heart and core of the Lotus Sutra. It is only through the five characters of Myoharenge Kyo, the seed of enlightenment, that all the Buddhas of the three existences and directions have attained Buddhahood. Believing in Amida Buddha is not the seed for Buddhahood, nor, nor can the practice of the Shingon sect, the practice of observing the five precepts, or other heretical teachings be the seed of enlightenment, end quote, page 1447. Yeah, what's interesting about that is that's what we're talking about, the, the seed of enlightenment, the, the how to attain Buddhahood in your present form. So whatever practices you're doing, like some people practice just to appease a deity or try to, and I've talked to a couple of I've tried to appease a few of them, and for all the way from the top to the bottom, and, uh, well, the thing is, you never really know. You know, something good happens, you're like, oh. Something bad happens, you're like, oh. <laughs> and then, if you have a community, sometimes they're like, oh, with you, or oh, with you. And that's supposed to make it better. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> However, what is the point of it all? What are you doing that for? Is it a feeling? Is it an emotional feeling you get of tranquility that walks around with you all day? Because that's what I got with a lot of stuff that I did from sweat lodges to, um, you know, full circle, moon circles. Uh, and I felt, I felt like I had influence. I felt like I was a, I felt like I was a um, millionaire of some sort of spiritual sense. Of course, I was in a very low life condition. Uh, my situation wasn't, I was just starting out in life, really. I was working at arcades. And, you know, wasn't any millionaire in any way, except imagination, maybe. <laughs> but the idea of, when I chanted the SGI, something weird happened, where I felt like, like I was going down in life condition. 
And I thought to myself, well, this must be what it's like to come back to Earth and be human again. Because <laughs> I did consider myself something other than human, which is delusional, right? It's just crazy. <laughs> anybody, anybody out there? No, uh, but the idea of being human, what is that? I don't even know. I don't even know. Something about tranquility. Well, if that's humanity, and I fight to get that sometimes, even if I tell you. <laughs> but, but hey, you can get there. We can get there together. Yeah, and I find myself, I love that concept, that feeling when, you, when you're angry and then you realize you're being angry. You're like, I should just be calm again. And then you're like, oh, look at that. That's a cool one. I wish that on everybody. <laughs> okay. The whole, the whole thing here that I'm trying to say is if you haven't heard anything that you like so far and you're still in the SGI, why? The, the world is suffering. Nietzsche and Daishonin's whole thing was to, to purify the land for the peace of the land, for the lasting peace of the land. And I'm here to tell you that I don't have to tell you. You can read it. You can talk to people other than me. I'm just talking to myself here, right? <laughs> the idea of it, whatever the SGI is doing, they're the largest body of so-called Buddhists on the planet. Okay, think about it this way. They, they are the largest. So if, you agree, if you're a quantum physics person at all, if you like it at all, any kind of photon slit experiment or um, what a particle wave. You know, is it a particle or is it a wave? Uh, the whole uh, organic observation. Something, you know, Heisenberg uncertainty principle. Anybody out there? Okay, I'm going to boil it down a little better now. The whole thing, even in the ancient Kabbalists, is that we have more influence in our environment. The whole thing is just than we think. And that somehow we've been fooled into relinquishing a lot of that to X, Y, and Z. And, and not utilize. You know, that's why you can't pick an apple. That's why you can't pick an apple with your mind for some reason. Right now. <laughs> the story goes. But that, you know, it's just, that's just crazy talk. The idea of something not being utilized fully, you know, of, of the body, of the life, that can be understood, right? And so, when you chant, you, you wake more of your body up, you know, you, you got your vagus nerve that you're activating in your stomach. That's actually one of the only ways to activate your vagal nerve, uh, which is the only cranial nerve that goes below, below the chest, I think, something like that. It's supposed to help you get calmer and activate your, what is it, sympathetic or your parasympathetic? The one that makes you calm, that, that nervous system. And so it is like washing your hands in warm water and, and so yeah, chanting does something good for you. And so when you chant the right thing, the right way, and with the right people too, they say you get Buddhahood in your present form. They say you change the reality into a Buddha land. Right now, now this isn't just a stained land with the, with the negativity everywhere, but you could turn the poison into medicine with the right stuff. And that's what we're after, right? I thought we were doing that in the SGI. Come on, everybody, anybody out there still wanting to do that? Go back to the original teaching. Stop being so confused by all the consistent lies. They're just consistent is all. And they show up at your house and it's fine, just tell them to go away or chant with you or something. But 
those scrolls, they gotta go. Those are like bad feng shui items now. Especially when they took out the Daigo Honzo and they pulled the plug. What is their source of the power? If it's yourself, you're gonna run ragged and burn out really quick. Because that's not the way it's supposed to be on this planet. You're not just supposed to rely on yourself. You get, look at all those people trying to do it with money. How evil they're, they're destroying everything. And then uh, you want to do it with spirituality? Okay, you're worse than them, right? That's what, that's what it's all about here. That you cannot become some just juggernaut of, I made it rain, unless you want the repercussions of that. And if you walk around saying you make it rain, you're probably going to be picked up by some laboratory and experiment, figure out how, why, and where. You know, I mean, sure, you'd be dedicated to going around the planet and helping the crops grow. I don't know. Concept here is there is a way to change the land into a more peaceful dimension, and it's found in Nietzsche and Shoshu and the Dai Gohonzon and the guidance of the high priest, who is the only one to receive the living essence. Okay, it's a, it's a kind of a cool thing. When I say cool, it's with a K. <laughs> the idea that that you, you you somehow are listening to. A novice in the teachings compared to the 700 years of wisdom that precede Mr. Daisaku Ikeda. And I just, I have to scratch my head. Anybody listening who's still part of the SGI, because it just doesn't make sense to me. So you have all these people utilizing their born ability to influence the environment any way you want to see that or any way you know how it's done. Okay. 16 million people. Now look at the world. According to, according to some sort of law out there, maybe, this is supposed to cause something good to happen. When you're the dominant Buddhist force, your environment should be a little more peaceful, a little more under wraps, harmonious even. I don't know. Did you know that the SGIs on the United Nations... Uh, did you know that there are 194 countries and territories? There is not, oh, there's almost not a corner on the planet that you couldn't find them. And that would, that, that, I mean, hey, <laughs> I thought, you know, and then you read, oh, it's the hardest Buddhism to practice. Now, why are we in every country and there's no peace still? Well, you know, almost every country. <laughs> and, and I know I'm talking to a good crowd because there's over 60 countries that listen to this. And I really love that. And the stuff, I've, flags and names I've never heard of. I'm like, oh my goodness, where is this place? So thanks. And let's change the world. This dimension. Let's, let's go from whatever is going on right now to better. Yeah, there's only 800,000. Eight, yeah, it was 800,000 or so. There's way more. There's more than that now. But a year ago, they had reached a milestone of about 800,000 devoted Hokeiko Lotus Group Nietzsche and Shosha members. So that, that, that influence on the planet is a little different than, say, 12 to 16 million. Right? It's, it's, it's literally like 1 16th, 1 12th almost. And you know, more than that. And, or less than that. The idea that the proof is in the pudding, man. Do you, I mean... Even in this hellish existence, somehow Nietzsche and Shoshu members are, are able to carve out a life condition to, to, 
to be so happy to, to share the long gregongyo. Go figure that. You, you get SGI members scared to share people the five-minute gongyo. You know why? No, it's just because that they're, they, they feel probably what's really underneath all that. They're like, I don't want to mess someone's life up. <laughs> Whereas Nietzsche and Shoshu members, it's like, you can actually help free people from their suffering, enlighten their life, enlighten their load, and give them access to some, some real wisdom, some stuff that changes your life for the better permanently, not just until the smoke clears. Yeah, I'm, I would love to talk with you all. If anybody wants to. It doesn't have to be on this podcast, but it can if you want. And anchor.fm, you can leave a voicemail information. We can connect. I'm here in Seattle, and I'm often walking. <laughs> and if you don't have fun... Someone's someone's gonna know. Even if it's not me, someone will find out, and then I'll try to I'll try to find them, and then they'll I'll try <laughs> just babbling up. Thank you for joining me. I hope you have a great day. And for those of you wanting the numbers of the Nietzsche and Shoshu temples. Here in America, and soon I'll have the numbers for other ones. I'm just going to put this at the end of every episode. Um, Los Angeles area, Myohoji Temple. Phone number 323-565-2888. New York area, Myosetsuji Temple. Phone number 718-961-7269. Hawaii Hawaii Honseiji Temple, I believe. 808-235-8486. San Francisco area, Myoshinji Temple. That's the temple I belong to. Woohoo! Uh, 510-222-8372, Washington, D.C. area, Washington, Washington, D.C. area, Myo Senji Temple, 301-593-9397, Vancouver area, Myo Shoji Temple, 604-580-3993. And if you're in Brazil, the phone number there for the temple is 115581-8215. Thank you. And please call them with your questions. They have wonderful answers. Email them. Um, Seek the law.